episode 382. Thank you all for listening to episode 381, The Raptors. I am Gray Lamarck here with my co-host. The Raptors suck. The Raptors' new fan experience coordinator. Gosh, hate walking through that door. <laughs> Thank you too. <laughs> Wes Anderson for Mind Quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Over the Line podcast, and he will hook you up with that deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Uh, Minster, Ohio. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to Sparty Steve, biggest financial supporter of the show. We couldn't do this without you. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Make sure you go to Amazon.com Amazon and buy the book, Dating Sucks, But You Don't. And in the meantime, get to datingtransformation.com and get that free consultation from Connell Barrett. And I forgot to give a shout out to uh, a, a um, unofficial sponsor of this podcast, the Pittsburgh Pirates, who saw Cody throwing a ball with Cody Jr. and have tried to recruit Cody and nine of his friends, three uniforms each, all expenses paid. They said, but you have to bring your brother-in-law. Boy. I mean, we can roll him out for a race or two. Don't they uh, race the brats or something out there? <laughs> yeah. I think I think the point of that is to beat the brats, not to eat the brats. <laughs> well, I mean, hey. that might be a that might be a new thing in between innings during the seventh inning stretch, hey. you know. Hey, Dick, that's not real food. It's a person. <laughs> well, there you go. It's mean, a person. Don't, yeah. don't eat it. I mean, the Braves, uh, the Braves have beat the freeze, and you know, we can have uh, outrun the sleaze in Pittsburgh. There's still nothing better than that beat the freeze when that dude has that huge lead and tries to like showboat backward and falls down. Falls on, oh, yeah, my favorite of all time, right there. <laughs> oh man, or so when he like falls on his face, the other guy, yeah, he like oh, turns man. around to celebrate. And, they like to look for him and just straight biffs it. Oh, so good. All right. So um, we got to talk about New York real quick. The uh, state of the episode, the city's original name. Do you know what it was? No. New Amsterdam. That's vodka impossible. Uh, the Big Apple has an unusual story. The city's actual name has an interesting story behind it. One of its nickname does too. A Big Apple referred to prizes awarded at horse racing events in the 20s. Since the term meant the ultimate prize or the best, many musicians and journalists started referring to New York with this name. In an attempt to boost tourism, after some bad press, New York's tourism board adopted the Big Apple as an official nickname. I could go for a Big Apple and some peanut butter. It is the uh, birthplace of LGBTQ plus rights in the USA. Uh, the first pizzeria in the USA opened in New York City. Sabaro. One, one of our favorite fun facts about New York <laughs> is to be about food. The first pizzeria in the U.S. opened in New York in 1905 as certified by the Pizza Hall of Fame. Lombardi's Pizza on 32nd Street still going strong and is now one of around 1,600 pizzerias in the city. New Yorkers have noted that when the price of subway tickets goes up, pizza does too. They call it the pizza principle. All right. 
New York pizza better than Chicago pizza. FYI. New York. Yes, 100%. Thin crust all the way. New Yorkers speak more than 800 languages. Uh, uh, go, go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was waiting for I don't you. Oh, huh? I got, got, got the goal. Uh, look at it. Jersey. It's a grand slam for the twins. What the hell? We bring them back. You got to get the gobble uh, <laughs> the Red Sox suck. Go back to Boston. Sox. <laughs> uh, Grand Central Terminal has a whispering gallery. Better than the whispering eye. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, honking your horn is illegal, even though we hear it all the time in New York. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? Arrest every cab driver who's ever driven there? The fuck? Going <laughs> right? topless is not illegal. They're a big bird watching city, of course. They have uh, the Central Park has a wealth catwalk. Uh, the Statue of Liberty was a gift from the French. I think we all should know this. Came in 1885. Lady, Lady Liberty and 350 pieces packed into 214 crates. Her flame-holding right arm arrived much earlier in 1876, nine years earlier. They displayed that in Philadelphia until the rest caught up with her. Uh, that's Light- crack that bell. Light- right. Lightning strikes the Empire State Building a lot, 25 times a year. Yeah, don't they have like a big wire or some shit up there for that? Lightning tower, lightning rod. Yeah, so it doesn't fuck up the building. Yep. Times Square was not always Times Square. Uh, before that, it was New York. The Times Square named itself after the New York Times newspaper. Um, not very exciting. New York invented some curious culinary delights. Nowadays, monster freak shakes and cronut concoctions are everywhere in the city. But thanks to New York's colorful heritage, it also invented dishes you would assume aren't American. For example, the English muffin is from New York. Spaghetti and meatballs, pasta primavera, eggs benedict, ice cream cones, all in New York City. Not have guessed Eggs Benedict out of all those. Right. They're named after uh, Eggs Benedict Cumberbatch. I thought it was Benedict Arnold, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We're, we're going with Cumberbatch. Either yeah. way, whoever made the hollandaise sauce, spot on. New York Public Library houses much more than books. The last of the fun facts about New York City is that the New York Public Library has weird and wonderful collections. They have 50 million books. It also stores locks of hair. Do people still go to libraries? Uh, I actually had to go the other day because they said uh, my son had a book that was going to be due uh, tomorrow. And I'm like, he never had this book. And then when I call them and I said, I take a picture, screenshot it. So he's like, oh, yeah, I had that. I dropped it in the uh, return bin two months ago. I picked it up, said, I'll check it out. And then decided five minutes later, I didn't want it. I'm like, great. So <laughs> you did have this book. Um, but they have locks of hair of Bill Hickok, Walt Whitman, Mary Shelley, amongst others. So stay weird, New York. All right. So because we talked about Will Ferrell as Harry Carey, we want to make sure that we, uh, we, we just show that clip of Will Ferrell as Harry Carey. And this episode, we're going to watch a few of our favorite uh, 
video montages or promo promos leading up to a match at whatever pay-per-view we choose. Uh, we've got a couple I know that we wanted to talk about. So, but first we're going to watch this, uh, Will Ferrell is Harry Carey in the Infinite Frontier, Dr. Kent Waller, which is played by Jeff Goldblum. So I'm going to, whoops, going to have to share the screen again because I got to make sure that I have it for share the sound. And then just give me a old thumbs up if you hear the sound and we're good to go. From the outermost reaches of the universe to the innermost planets of our solar system, this is space the infinite frontier will ferrell's gonna host, come in bobbing Chicago his head Cubs broadcaster <laughs> harry carey harry carey hi hi everybody harry carey here <laughs> and welcome to space the infinite frontier we've got a great show lined up for you joining us in the studio today all the way from caltech is astrophysicist Dr. Ken Waller. Welcome to the show, Ken. Thanks so much. It's nice being here. Now, now, Doctor, recently they've discovered that there might be life on one of the moons of Jupiter. Yeah. Now, that's got to be exciting for you. Oh, yeah, Harry, we're, we're thrilled to discover that life can theoretically exist uh, below the surface of planets due to the heat caused by volcanic activity. That's something else. Yeah. Hi! <laughs> Let me ask, what's your favorite planet? <laughs> Mine's well, the sun. I, I don't have a favorite. Uh, I find them all fascinating. They're all part of a... Mine's the sun. <laughs> Always oh, has been. So I well. like it because it's like the king of planets. Well, actually, Harry, Sun's it's not a, star. A, not a planet. It's a star. <laughs> well, planet or star, when that thing burns out, we're all going to be dead. <laughs> That's, that's true, but it's not going to burn out for a very long time, of course. I hope not. Hey, Doctor, have you ever seen an eclipse? Oh, yeah, I've seen many, yes. You know, if you stare at it head on, it'll burn your eyes out. Well, it's not, not, not best to stare at it, the sun during an eclipse, you know. But it's hard not to. I once took a pair of binoculars and stared at the sun for over an hour. <laughs> Why would you do that? Curiosity, I guess. Heck, I'm curious like a cat. I have a couple of friends that call me Whiskers. <laughs> because you're curious like a cat? Yes. Jeff Goldblum trying to hold it together. Hey, now, Ken, we all hey. know that the moon is not made of green cheese. Yes, that's true. <laughs> but, but what if it were made of barbecue spare ribs? Would you eat it then? <laughs> What? I know I would. Heck, I'd have seconds. And then, <laughs> then polish it off with a tall, cool Budweiser. <laughs> I would do it. Yeah. yeah. I would do it. Would you? <laughs> I'm confused. It's a simple question, Doctor. Would you eat the moon if it were made of ribs? <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know how to answer that. It's uh, not rocket science. Just say yes and we'll move on. <laughs> yes. Hey! How about this mad cow disease? What about it? Well, it was here for a while, then it went away. Your thoughts? <laughs> yes, yes. It was what was in the news for a while, and then it disappeared from, from the news. Good point. Jeez, I hope I never get it. 
Oh, Will Ferrell. Hey, what about this? If you had a choice between being the top scientist in your field or getting mad cow disease, what would it be? Of course I would choose to be the top scientist in my field. Oh, good. I was worried you'd choose mad cow. <laughs> Why would you think that? I guess I'm just a worrier. That's why my friends call me Whiskers. <laughs> I thought it was because you were curious. I thought you said your friends called you Whiskers because you were curious as a cat. Hey! Well, Dr. Wallen, it has been a pleasure. We've covered a lot of ground, shared a few laughs. Thanks for coming on. My pleasure, my pleasure. He's a good kid. That's all the time we have. Join us next week with our guest, Albert Einstein. <laughs> what? Albert Einstein's dead. Well, apparently Albert Einstein died 42 years ago. <laughs> you know what? We'll try and get him anyway. See you next time. Come <laughs> win. Come win. That's good. That's good. Oh, gosh. Will Ferrell. Just wild. I mean, on SNL, he's got to be the best. Yeah, the best is the best is when they can't hold it together. I just like Jimmy Fallon was notorious for just not being able to get through a scene without laughing. Because he used to laugh at his own shit. Oh, he ain't yeah. even all that funny. Well, well, Fallon the, was terrible. The, the yeah. best, one of the best ones. Will Ferrell, the uh, the uh, what other the one with uh, Adam Sandler. Um, no, not Adam Sandler. Uh, oh, the other one. Nah, but Adam was... Cole. Hey, babe. This, this uh, Kenzo Suzuki is about. To, I mean, he he's not even moving Joe when he's hit. This is this is gonna be terrible. Yep. The um, so the <laughs> dub. You make me happy. The we wanted to look at some of these promos from back in back in the day we had a few that we're going to look at and uh if you want to you can hear them but uh you can also get on youtube watch along with us one of the ones that came up was wrestlemania 27 so it was mrs hype video before his match versus cena this is obviously 11 years ago right off after he came out of what was he in real world or road rule i think it was real world right Both. real world yeah yeah real world first so this is that promo leading up to that we're going to get to that obviously as we get through get through this stuff that was that was cody's favorite hype video wrestlemania one <laughs> i'm yeah, a real american created and uh he's you guys see this here at okay yeah yeah this is the true story of when the i like he says I'm the Miz. You're weird, man. Why are you here? Miss, you shouldn't be here. 
life or death for me. You should go back and MTV. But you know, there's no turning back now. This is what like makes the, me. The plan to get montage they'll ever have. Yep. first seeing that and i was like first i like nas first off i love nas and uh saw that and i was like holy shit that's uh kind of surprised they're doing this like and it was actually very well done put together for him and uh, i mean he's been there what now fuck 13 14 15 years something like that yeah mm-hmm. too long <laughs> what did you think of that promo though i thought it was great i liked it Cody. I mean, Miz, I think if Miz wouldn't have came from MTV Real World, I mean, I've said this before, though, like, the Miz should have been, you know, Cena, like, after Cena, you know, like, he's, I mean, he's kind of more, he's what Cena wants to be. Yeah, he's kind of a kind of white rock, man, kind of like, uh, I guess he could be Quartz. You know, like the Miz has the the charisma. You know, he's got that face. You know, he's just as big as Cena, if not bigger. You know, like size wise. So I just never understood why they never, you know, tried to put the rocket on the Miz. But I think the MTV stuff kind of held him back. I mean. I I think actually it like fed into it. I think it fed into what made him good because he said that he was going to be a superstar on real world and all that, which is why he got there. I don't think he would have gotten there if he wasn't on real world. I really don't. I think that got him. Yeah. He carried around the toy belt like we have. Yeah. I think, that, <laughs> I think that got him more, you know, that got him recognized to what he needed to do and should have been. I, I liked him as I, yeah, he made himself man. <laughs> like, yeah, there's not, there's not many people like him in the business. And that's, I think that's probably why I like him a little bit more than anything else, just because that, that backstory, he wasn't the, he's not six, he's not six ten. He's not fucking jacked. None of that shit, but he can talk. He believed in himself and he did it. So good for him. And he got Maurice. Well, that that too, because he can talk. Yeah. Yeah, he can talk. 
<laughs> I bet you if he wasn't doing this, he'd be a hell of a salesman somewhere. So oh, yeah. insurance. Insurance or cars. <laughs> the best used car salesman in Cleveland, Ohio, buddy. Yeah, don't get it messed up though. He busted his ass on the independence, man. Mm-hmm. He was he's out here, he was out here in these streets, you know, that the armory and the legion and whatnot. Wrestling in front of 20 people. Yeah. 10 bucks. Yep. All right. Next one we had up was uh, Dub put this one in. Um, we had Rock and Stone Cold WrestleMania 17. Dub, you want to preface this? I know this is my ways of the song on this one. Limp Biscuit. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I, I've watched it uh, a few times recently because uh, uh, Bruce uh, podcast something to wrestle with made me listen to it again, and just uh, uh, I just I think it's the best one out there. I mean, I think it's I mean, there's a lot of good ones out there, but I, just my opinion, I think it's the best one. Very, um, very good one. Yeah, I mean, it just—I don't know what else to explain. I mean, I can't—I can't give it justice. I mean, I just think it's—I think it's a great, great song, great story that they were telling. Uh, great, great video package. All right, we'll get into it. Stone Cold Steve Austin will be in the main event at WrestleMania. Oh hell yeah! I mean, think about that. They had, at that time, two of the best stars they've ever had in the history of the company. Stone Cold still main event in WrestleMania's Rock's main event in Hollywood. 21 moves later. I like some of these because he doesn't get them on. I mean, just kind of, I mean, he makes them think. In the interest of fairness, did I inform you that officially, as of now, you are managing... The Rock. Austin's wife's managing The Rock? What the hell is that? I never asked for Deborah to be my manager, never wanted Deborah to be my manager. But the fact of the matter is this, is she's not my responsibility. She's not my wife. She's your wife. Angle is going to break Deborah's <laughs> ankle for God's sakes. Wait a minute, there's a rattlesnake. You never, ever, ever put your hands on another man's wife. Austin warned him. I went the stutter. Austin warned The Rock. Let's just go ahead and take Deborah out of the equation. Bam, it's non-factor. The fact is, Rock, you got the WWF title, and I want it. Speaking of title, Miz called out Cody this week when he said belt. He's like, it's a title. A belt holds up your pants. <laughs> Drinking Bush before he had his broken skull. That was when he was classy. <laughs> Rock had hair. That's how he ended up beating on Deborah, drinking that Bush. 
you got a Budweiser right there. Yeah, it was something from like 2001, like what, 05, 06, where they had some really good music promos. Then it kind of went away for a little bit, and then it came back after that. Yep. Show Rock stunning him like 37 times. Thought you knew Austin was gonna win. I say just bring it. You say I just whipped your ass. So on April 1st, won't you just come try and whip the Rock's ass? This whole setup has been nothing but a bunch of from the start. This big man makes my wife the Rock's manager. The Rock gives Stone Cold Steve Austin the stutter. The oh, Rock shit. Don't call Steve Austin beer. That's more bottom line is, Kelly. And look at me, you And I told everybody the bottom line <laughs> is Stone Cold Steve Austin needs to be the World Wrestling Federation champion. Stupid, <laughs> Stupid son of a bitch. Ah, <laughs> uh, so that was another good one. Classic shit back in the day. Good. It was good, pal. It was great, great shit. Great shit. It was great shit. All right, so. Well, Samoa Joe just won the uh, Ring of Honor TV title. Of course he did. Also, yeah. Jay Lethal can come out. Now they can have their little feud, even though they've done it a right. times. <laughs> so, Suzuki had that for what? Five minutes? Yeah. Two weeks. Uh, I think you got to go back home, though. So, um, all right. I got one that is my favorite, which is HBK Taker from WrestleMania 26. Play that one. The 2009 match of the year. Is it Giants? Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. This year, WrestleMania 25, I came up a little bit short, and I did not break The Undertaker's undefeated streak, but I'm still very proud of what he and I accomplished. Oh, good. You get another eight-foot guy who can't wrestle. See, I remember all this shit. They win the Slammy. He comes back, calls him out. I remember that Hell in a Cell when he cost Taker when he fought Jericho. It's like it was a perfect setup. Shout out to Placebo for the song. You know something, Undertaker? I can beat you. So right here tonight, I'm throwing out the challenge. You and me, WrestleMania, one more time. Is no. no. I realize what I have to do now. I'm going to enter the Royal Rumble. And when I win, the champion I'm going to face 
Sean to a place he's never been before. Has this obsession gone this far? You willing to throw DX away, huh? You willing to throw your career away? My career is over. And I remember that elimination chamber. One of the best things ever. Get the last ride. It's another one that <clears throat> was very well done. Just good storytelling all the way through it. Struggles to, you know, his focus was on Taker. It was good, good storyline. One of the last few great storylines they had, <laughs> you know, it was 12 years ago. And uh, it was fun. I remember me and, and Bear and Dub were watching at the uh, my in-laws house. And, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I think, t- I think Sean loses. And, you know, I was anticipating it. It's always been my favorite. Dub, I know, remember Dub didn't think so. And I remember just the shock, you know, when it actually happened and he lost, we're like, well, shit, yeah. <laughs> that's over. 
And then Saudi Arabia came calling. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, hey, Sean, uh, we can we can get your eye fix. We, you just you just got and we'll give you yeah. five million. Yeah, just, yeah. We just got to get we'll that get you DX a whole new eye. <laughs> uh, Cody, you want me to you got one you want me to throw in there? Man, I don't I never really had like a favorite one. Um I mean I remember the Ric Flair one. Um I remember Brett and Owen from WrestleMania 10. Like that one was only one of my favorites because he kicked his leg out of his leg. And oh man. I I never really had a favorite though. Um, I know Michaels and Jericho was good. Was a good one way back when. Um, eh, ah, eh. it's too many, man. We don't have to look we, we, one up. All right, Bear. Um, I mean, you guys all went WrestleMania. I I straight away from WrestleMania. This one, I don't know if it was really for a match, but it was like for the whole pay per view. But it was really for a match, and it was the first Elimination Chamber Survivor Series 02. It was always by Saliva. Um, I think it was really technically the pay per view song, but really it, it hyped up the match, and that's when HBK came back. Um, after you know the SummerSlam unsanctioned match with Triple H. And uh, he forgot his tights and won the belt that night with his shitty brown tights and his little and his terrible haircut. Haircut, yeah. Um, but that one, that was they played there live, and I know they did a lot of that leading up to Survivor Series 2002 as well. But yeah, that was that was a good one, and I think they go into the Elimination Chamber with that too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, this was Survivor Series 02 Elimination Chamber promo. Here we go. One of my favorite pay per views too. You to the elimination chamber six raw superstars for the world heavyweight title an ingenious creation from the mind of eric bischoff love it too because bischoff took all the credit for it yeah is this one you were talking about yeah, yeah. I think always was, I think that song was the, like the pay-per-views one, but I don't know if like halfway through this, they cut in some of it. I can't recall exactly. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Let's say I thought they started in there somewhere. Yeah. This was, I mean, the tale of this match was fantastic. Yeah. But no one, I mean, I don't think anyone thought Shawn Michaels was going to win the belt this night too, which... I think that's what made it even better. That was like when Triple H would win in the most bullshit ways every single time. But I mean, at the time, you had probably five guys in the match who could have won. I'm taking RVD out because they wouldn't have given him the title. But I mean, five of the, I mean, Booker, Triple H, Jericho, Kane. HBK, all, all could have that title. <laughs> Sean coming out. In his wheelchair, it's great.
and his visor. <laughs> Would you say that was Triple H's best feud, HBK? His feud with The Rock was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Intercontinental title. Yeah. Yeah. Taker in at 17. That was a good one, too. What about HBK? Oh, it's great. No, don't get me wrong. Are you talking HBK's greatest? Yeah, who's his greatest rival? Oh, shit. Bret Hart. I mean, Bret. Yeah. And not yeah, even, be, or, and not even uh, because uh, of his optometrist. Right. That's not Shawn Michaels' biggest rival. <laughs> <laughs> optometrist. I think the wild card for Triple H is. I think the one with Randy Orton was pretty good. Yeah, that was. That was. Yeah, after after Orton won the title. Yep. Yeah. When he went into his, when he broke into his house, I, that was a great. That was fantastic. Yeah. Kisses, kisses Stephanie. Like all that. Throws him through the damn window. <laughs> <laughs> That was good stuff, and that old model house. It's it, it's it's Randy's house. Yeah, <laughs> that was good stuff. And uh, at, at some point, you know, the next coming weeks, months, you know, we'll go back and look at like our favorite, uh, you know, actual promos going in. You know, we got the the beer truck, the milk truck, you know, all of those things we can take a look at and watch. Um, just some of our favorite promos of all time. That'll be a good one. Yeah, so, that's, yeah, it'll be good for next week. We'll look into some of those. Yeah. All right. We'll do that next week. Favorite. So we're talking. Well, are we talking? That's not really a promo. That's more like a, I don't want to say skit, but more a segment. That's more like a segment. Yeah, favorite segment. Yeah. I'll favorite. I'll name you. I'll give you one right now. Tyson and Austin. Tyson and Austin. Tyson and Austin. Okay. Well, why don't you just leave it for next week? You ruined it. So does it have, so, <laughs> so we're, so this one, we're not, we won't do pay-per-view. It'll be favorite. Segments. segments yeah, yeah, yeah be, i mean i'm not gonna say wwe it could be wcw it could be whatever so favorite segment non-pay-per-view yeah non-pay-per-view i like that okay yep we'll do that because we can come up with several pay-per-view all right that'll be fun we'll be back next week enjoy this episode on uh sunday record on wednesday it's uh so happy easter thank you to wes anderson for moments in time or i should say mine quarantine on this episode but moments in time as well thank you to crandall's quality landscaping all our clothing connell barrett dating transformation.com and sparty steve as always good morning good afternoon good evening good easter good night and make sure you check them easter eggs for the money no you don't want them candy ones you want you want them money easter eggs uh, shout out to uh, Judas for making this all possible. <laughs> Pontius Pilot, maybe. Uh, have a Cadbury egg over a uh, Reese's Pieces egg. How about that? I don't do that. I heard they have salmon. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, yeah. Reese's eggs are top notch. I say Cadbury. Cadbury trash. Yeah, I'm, I, you know what? I'm gonna go have one right now, right after this. Good. Yeah, that, we'll you get salmonella, and then right. right after it, I'm gonna make we, sure I, I go to Amazon and I buy you jars of Reese's peanut butter. What do you eat with that Cadbury egg? Green bean casserole? Tall <laughs> glass, glass of milk. God, you couldn't have picked a worse candy. No. Might as well just have black licorice and say, a side of peeps. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> I can't.
can't believe you just had Cadbury egg over Reese's. Oh, I'm going to question. I'm going to question our friendship. Yeah, I question all your life choices after today. Oh, the... As you question our friendship. Oh, 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 oh.